Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody had a great weekend. We have got a lot to cover on the show, including the Atlanta Falcons part ways with Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov. Dak Prescott suffers a gruesome ankle injury. Thoughts and prayers go out to him. And Russell Wilson does it again. How is this guy doing this? I'm going to start my show, first of all, by saying congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers for winning 17 NBA titles. Titles. LeBron gets his fourth with three different teams. It was a different year. It was a bubble. They won it. LeBron had a couple months off to rest. They had the easiest path to the championship. This Lakers team has been dysfunctional, has not made the playoffs since 2013. They acquire Anthony Davis in a trade, and all of a sudden it just works. LeBron is just the ultimate team leader, and he gets these players to play inside the bubble. First of all, congratulations to the NBA for having no positive tests inside the bubble. With all the craziness going on in the NFL, the NBA got it right by putting these players in the bubble. I'm looking forward to the 2021 NBA season. All right, last night, Russell Wilson does it again. It seems like he's just doing this all the time. They defeat the Minnesota Vikings 27 to 26. The Vikings outgain the Seahawks. The Vikings had the ball twice as many times as the Seahawks because when Dalvin Cook went out with the injury and then the Vikings had a fumble and then an interception and the Seahawks capitalized with 14 points off turnovers. Russell Wilson threw a pick. Seattle, I thought they were done. The Vikings were up 26 to 21. Instead of kicking a field goal to take an eight-point lead, Coach Zimmer rolled the dice, went for it on fourth and one. Madison gets stuffed by the Seattle defense which gives Russell Wilson 90 yards to try to score. He had a fourth and 10, had threw a long pass to DK Metcalf, and then the game-winning touchdown to DK Metcalf. The Seattle Seahawks are 5-0 for the first time in their franchise history. I still think they're not the best team in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers are the best team. During this week, when we saw the Kansas City Chiefs lose to the Las Vegas Raiders, we saw the Pittsburgh Steelers with Chase Claypool with four touchdowns as they defeat the Eagles. It was just a crazy NFL week and a crazy college football week too. But I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons parting ways with Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov after an abysmal 23 to 16 loss to the Carolina Panthers. I don't even want to hear about who the interim coach is going to be and if he takes them to a winning record, if they're going to keep them. They need to go out and get Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is ready to be a head coach. He's a brilliant offensive playmaker. Matt Ryan needs somebody that can kickstart this offense, the defense will figure itself out. On the GM side, you need to go get ESPN analyst Lewis Riddick. He is ready to be a general manager. We've seen John Lynch do it from the booth. We've seen Mike Mayock, and they have had success. So good luck. I hope that the Falcons find their head coach and GM that will take them to at least sustainability of a winning record. Matt Ryan deserves that because he is going to have his final year in Atlanta in 2021. 
I don't think if the Falcons can't get anything going, Matt Ryan is going to find another job somewhere. And there's a possibility the Falcons could draft a quarterback. Matt Ryan is 36 years old. It's time to either get Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. It's time to pick a quarterback in 2021 for the Falcons. I was watching that Cowboys-Giants game, and my heart went out to Dak Prescott. Became a compound fracture. He was carted off. He was in tears. It was a very emotional time for Dak Prescott. I, I hope that he heals from this and that he will overcome this and come back stronger than ever because the NFL needs Dak Prescott. They need that face of the franchise that has got a positive attitude, is always smiling, and he is a natural-born leader. It was very nice to see Alex Smith out there coming back from that injury he had two years ago. That was an inspiration. He said he was doing it for his kids. The Washington football team lost to the LA Rams but just having Alex Smith out there, a lot of support from the league. The San Francisco 49ers should be embarrassed. Losing to the Miami Dolphins 43-17. to I don't even know where to start with this game. They were a nine-point favorite. This was a must-win game after a heartbreaking loss to the Eagles. Jimmy Garoppolo started the game. He wasn't 100%. They had a cornerback that they got from the practice squad that was starting. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is a veteran quarterback, took advantage. And he got burned three separate times. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, had one of the best games he's ever had in his career. And the Dolphins were on fire. They took a big lead in that game 14 to nothing and they played to their strength and when the 49ers are behind with Jimmy Garoppolo with bad ankle it is hard for him to overcome the 49ers cannot do what they wanted to do the offensive line played terrible their cornerbacks were awful this was just embarrassing the 49ers got blown out this team with these expectations the last time I saw a loss that was this bad was 1994 when the 49ers lost to the Eagles 40 to 8 it's one of those head scratchers one of those games where every Everything's going right for the Dolphins, and everything's going wrong for the 49ers. You forget about it. You dump the playbook. You move on because you got a big game Sunday night next week against the Los Angeles Rams, and it doesn't get any easier for the Niners as they will take on the Seahawks. They take on the Patriots in Foxborough. They take on the Packers, the Bills, the Saints. It is going to be tough, and I think that the 49ers season is in disarray. Really, the big thing is when Nick Bosa left, this defense was just not the same. Congratulations. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Raiders for beating the Chiefs in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes suffers his first loss of the season, and Derek Carr looked good. Welcome back, Henry Ruggs. Big difference maker for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I don't think he's the best rookie wide receiver. How about Chase Claypool for the Pittsburgh Steelers? They are 4-0, and they have got a big game next week against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are 4-1. First time they are 4-1 since Bill Belichick was head coach back in 1994. It was just a crazy crazy week in the National Football League and I can't really get into all of the games. I'll talk about the teams that impressed me and tomorrow I'll have my top five teams. You got the Houston Texans getting their first victory of the season as they defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 30 to 14. The Arizona Cardinals are now three and two as they defeat the Jets and I think Adam Gase is going to be the next coach to go. All right I want to talk about college football because Georgia didn't look all that great in that first half against Tennessee. In fact they were down 21 to 17. Usually 
when you have a bad snap and it goes all the way into the end zone and Tennessee recovers for a touchdown and they're up seven to nothing, it takes Georgia out of the game. Stetson Bennett made some good plays, but I'm not impressed with the line of scrimmage. Georgia has four brand new starters on the offensive line. Zamir White, their star running back, I don't even think he's their best running back. The freshman Kendall Milton had an outstanding game. 15 carries for 90 yards, averaged six yards a carry. Kendall Milton needs to be a starter for the Bulldogs as they will have a huge game. It was the primetime game on CBS against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama is the early five-point favorite. You know how I feel about this game. I made a hot sports take on Friday stating that Georgia's going to win the game. I'm pulling back a little bit. Alabama is just unstoppable. Ole Miss went toe-to-toe with the Tide as Lane Kiffin almost pulled it out. And Nick Saban is now 21-0 against his former assistants. Blank Kiffin called the greatest game he's ever called as they were matching Alabama score for score. What does that tell you about the Ole Miss defense? Alabama put up 63 points on Ole Miss. I don't think they put up 63 against Georgia. Even though Georgia has a very good defense, who have they played? They haven't really played a whole lot. It was really nice to see. They haven't really played a whole lot. It seems like what is going on in the SEC, it looks like it's Big 12 football with Alabama getting a 63-48 to win, and that could have easily been a lot closer. Ole Miss made some mistakes, and Alabama capitalized on it. Jalen Waddle is just too fast for most corners, and that is the matchup I'm really looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing the front seven of the Bulldogs trying to stop Najee Harris, and they also have Brian Robinson Jr. as their backup running back, and Alabama could get the job done, so I think they could, but Georgia does have a fighting chance in this game, and Kirby Smart has prepared himself against Nick Saban. The last two times Kirby Smart has played Nick Saban, Georgia has had double-digit leads on the Tide, so it'll be interesting to see this game and the advantage the Crimson Tide have at home. Clemson, still the best team in college football. They get it done against the Miami Hurricanes, 42-17. to We had some upsets in college football over the weekend. Texas A&M beating Florida, 41-38. to Yet Missouri taking down LSU, and they are 1-2. and For the first time since 1993, they dropped out of the top 25 rankings. Texas loses to Oklahoma. Both of them are 2-2. Two and two. And Notre Dame gets a win, 42-26 to 26 over Florida State. So looking forward to college football next weekend. And we have more than just Georgia and Alabama. We have locally here, we have Georgia Tech taking on Clemson. It is going to be a big week of sports in the state of Georgia because all week we have the NLCS, the Atlanta Braves taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers starting tonight at 8 o'clock on Fox. You have Max Fried going up against Walker Bueller, and the Braves will match up to the, the power of the Dodgers, and the Braves can match up with the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers have a murderer's row lineup with Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, Corey Seager, AJ Pollock. Down the lineup, they have nothing but all-stars. They're, the big question mark for the Dodgers is their bullpen. Kenley Jansen was pulled because the Padres got to him. Joe Kelly might be the closer. When we get to the when the Dodgers get to the bullpen, I feel the Braves have the advantage. The key is how are the Braves going to play with the Dodgers' strength? Are they going to try to go for the home runs? Ronald Acuna Jr. coming up to bat, going up against Walker Bueller and Clayton Kershaw. 
it is going to be very tough, but I think they can get it done. Ian Anderson will pitch in game two, and it is just going to be a great time in Georgia to actually see the Braves in the NLCS for the first time since 2001, because a lot of Braves fans are Falcons fans, and I tell you, the Falcons fans are just feeling gloom and doom right now, but they feel a little bit of relief after their head coach and GM get fired. All right, we've had some COVID outbreaks in the National Football League. That game between the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos has been moved. And then there's a bunch of other games that they have swapped around, moving buys from weeks to weeks. And I really don't want to get into detail about it. It is just crazy. It just tells you how much precaution a team has to take. The Titans had an outbreak and they're still going to play that game Tuesday night against the Buffalo Bills. One staff member tested positive the other day, but yesterday there were no positive tests. So we'll just have the one Monday night football game tonight. It'll be the Los Angeles Chargers going up against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints will be without wide receiver Michael Thomas as he has been benched for disciplinary reasons for hitting a player. All right, let's talk about this Lakers win over the Miami Heat. 106 to 93. They won in dominant fashion. They win in six games. But was this the easiest path for the Lakers? The, the Heat were banged up. Bam Adebayo didn't play in game one. Gordon Dragic didn't play in a couple games. He tried to give it a go this time, and Jimmy Butler was just, there was nothing left in the tank. Here in game six, Bam Adebayo scored 25 points, but Jimmy Butler just did not have anything left after a historic game five where the Miami Heat won. Danny Green had a chance to win with a wide open three, and the rest is history. The Heat were able to get back into this series, and the Heat don't need to hang their head the, the Heat don't need to get discouraged. They're a very good team led by a good coach, a good GM, and they'll be back. And Jimmy Butler was the perfect fit. <clears throat> but you ran into a Lakers squad that was focused. Once they came into the bubble and LeBron had all that time off, he was focused on getting a championship. And the Lakers had a decent regular season, and then the outbreak hit and the season was suspended. It was a lot easier for the Lakers that the Clippers were not in there. Obviously, the Nuggets weren't ready. The Rockets don't have a whole lot of players that can match up with the Lakers. And of course, all the injuries with the Warriors. Will the Lakers be back in 2021? Who knows? I think they'll compete, but you also got to think the Warriors are going to be back as well. So they did it. 17 championships. And this one was special because of the death of Kobe Bryant. I felt that they deserve to win this one for Kobe and LeBron wanted to make sure that he got a championship for the city of Los Angeles. It's going to be different because there won't be a parade or all right, the Tampa Bay Rays take game one of the ALCS over the Houston Astros 2-1. to one. A solid pitching performance by Blake Snell. He gave up one earned run in five innings, and it was a pitcher's duel. Arizarenda hit a game-tying home run in the bottom of the fourth, and Tampa Bay tacked on another run in the fifth by a single by Zunino. And the Tampa Bay Rays take a 1-0 lead over Houston. Game two will be tonight as Chad Morton will take on Lance McCullers in in this bubble at Petco Park in San Diego, California. And what do you think of these baseball playoffs that are taking place in the bubble? The Braves will take on the Dodgers tonight at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, which will also be the home of the World Series. This may be the only way that we can get this season finished is if they're in a bubble. And I think the NFL should take notes. I'm thinking that the NFL needs to start thinking about having 
teams having their own bubbles as we get toward the end of the season and we have the playoffs. That would be nice. Well, I want to thank all my listeners who have downloaded my show, and I hope that everybody has a great Columbus Day and enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.